Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. Welcome into the Locked on Bengals podcast. Happy Monday to you. A lot to get to. I appreciate you joining us. If you missed last week, Joe Goodberry joined us last Thursday. 35 minutes of great Bengals draft coverage. And man, oh man, are the days counting down. We're going to be at the end of this week. It'll be less than a week away. I mean, I, we've been talking about it for weeks, so I'm, I'm excited. So how about that? That's a good sentence. At the end of this week, we'll be less than a week away from the NFL Draft. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. You can subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. Ten days away from the draft, and let's get started here. Let's talk. And I've been getting ripped, and and, and I said how I'm a, a team wide receiver. That's been my thing on ESPN 1530 and on the local airwaves. And I know not all of you listen to that side of it. Some of you just subscribe to the podcast. That's fine. Absolutely fine. And. I look at the wide receiver position, and everyone's talking about, oh, they have so many other needs. Offensive line, defensive end. Okay, well, one, it's a poor offensive line draft, and the Bengals, I I got news for you. They're rolling with those starters. They're rolling with those starters. I talked about it last week. Go find the, uh, the podcast. I think it was last Wednesday. We talked about the future of the offensive line for the Bengals, at least for 2017. But But here's the thing. When it comes to wide receiver, last year at this time, 10 days away from the draft, what were we talking about? Wide receiver, replacing Marvin Jones, finding a spot for, to replace Mohamed Sanu. They did one of those. They found the long-term Mohamed Sanu replacement in Tyler Boyd, a guy I've interviewed, a guy you've heard on this podcast. I've interviewed him multiple times. I think he's going to be a really good player. I think he already is a pretty good player. And it's a guy that is going to play primarily slot, is going to do a bunch of different things. I wanted them to feed Boyd earlier this year because they didn't have enough weapons. Or last season, I guess we could say now. It feels like it's still this year. But I look at this draft, and I look back to 10 days before the draft last year. And I recall a lot of you being on board with the wide receiver pick. And now the same people that were on board with a wide receiver last year think that a wide receiver in round one is silly. And I look at these wide receivers this year versus last year, and last year it was Corey Coleman, Will Fuller, Josh Doxson. And the Bengals would have taken any of them, any of them, at that 24th pick. Ended up with William Jackson the third. They like those three guys. Speed, size, athleticism, how they run routes, etc., etc. And that, you know, they liked Will Fuller's speed. Didn't love his hands. Obviously, they were right about that. They were still going to take him. They loved Corey Coleman's versatility. Not a great route runner, but they loved his explosiveness. Josh Doxson, they thought he was the complete package. That's who they wanted. That, that, that was their one. Couldn't get any of them. So then, fast forward to now, and you're telling me that Tyler Boyd and Brandon LaFell are the answer? That taking a, a wide receiver in this class, in which all the draft evaluators that I've talked to think Corey Davis is better than any of those wide receivers last year. Better than those dudes. Better than all of them. John Ross, I know injuries aside, just visited this weekend in Cincinnati. Better than Will Fuller. 
better route runner than Corey Coleman. Yeah, medicals, you're right. Davis injured right now. John Ross, lengthy injury history. Even Mike Williams. All three of those guys are better prospects. All three of those guys would be ranked higher than Josh Doxson, Corey Coleman, and Will Fuller. And for some reason, and I'm going to take you back, rewind. Here's, because we, the, the my go-to guy for Bengals draft, and I'm going to get him on next week during the week of the draft before, and you'll hear from him after. I don't know if I'll get him on this podcast both, but I promise you I'll have audio of Dave Lapham talking about before and after on this podcast. So you can stay tuned for that. But let me rewind the week of the draft last year. Here's Dave Lapham. And this is actually the day of the draft, I believe. The day of the draft, or no, this was a couple days before the draft on Bengals.com. Dan Horde, the Bengals play-by-play radio voice, very talented, obviously. Dan Horde asked Dave Lapham who he thought the Bengals would pick and why. Here's Horde, and here's Lap one year ago. With the 24th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say wide receiver Fuller out of Notre Dame because of uh, I think there are three guys that that they would take at that wide receiver position with the 20 uh, 24 selection, um, but I think the other two will be gone. You know, I, I don't think they'll 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 still be there. There's going to be a run at the, right around that spot once you hit into the 20s. And if I'm the Bengals, I don't necessarily trade up for, say, Doxson, if he's the guy that I have, you know, as my number one in that 1C group that I'll call it uh, in, the, in the first round toward the, toward the end of the first round. Um, you know, and then, and then you look at Coleman out of Baylor, a very, very uh, talented player as well. He may be gone. So Fuller may be the only one of, the, of those three receivers that fit into that grouping. Um, and Fuller, he provides something unique in that 4-2-9 speed. You know, he's, uh, he's over six feet tall, but he's only 180 pounds, so he hasn't spent a whole lot of time in the Notre Dame weight room, but he is unbelievably fast. He plays at a, a very, very high gear, you know, has been compared favorably to Sean Jackson's type of uh, speed when he was in college, and that projected well to the National Football League. Plus the fact, Dan, not only his speed, he's a good route runner. He has a good concept of uh, sinking his hips and getting in and out of routes and uh, intelligent guy, obviously, so a very, very competitive guy as well. A lot of you guys would have been fine with that. Will Fuller, Corey Coleman, Josh Doxson, woo! They finally got someone. And yet today I find myself having to argue, having to debate and, and explain why a wide receiver would be so valuable opposite A.J. Green, someone who can get downfield and stretch the field and make big plays, and I don't get it. I don't understand what's changed. Tyler Boyd showed upside. Tyler Boyd's a good slot receiver. Tyler Boyd is going to be a big part of the Bengals' offense in the future. He needs help. A.J. Green needs help. Andy Dalton needs help. And by the way, if that offensive line is going to suck like everyone thinks it is, they need guys who can do something with the ball after the catch. John Ross, Corey Davis specifically can. By the way, here's one more from Dave Lapham. And it's just so interesting. It's so interesting going back and listening. This is after the draft, after they missed on a wide receiver in round one last year. Listen to Dave Lapham talk about what happened in the first round and how they tried to maneuver up to get the receiver they wanted and how deep down inside the Bengals were kind of disappointed they didn't. I'm told that, uh, that the Bengals tried to do the, the same thing that Houston did. The Bengals you know, wanted to 
just uh, get up, you know, up with Washington. And but if Washington had gone back to where Cincinnati was, they wouldn't have gotten a receiver, and they wanted a receiver. It's like, no, we're picking a receiver, so we're staying here. Well, then Houston called them and said, let's flip flop. You know, I'm not sure who you're going to take. Well, I guess at that point you have to have truth serum and say, all right, well, I'll flop. I'm, you know, I want the other guy anyway. If you know, it's it, yeah. or, or either that or you'd be happy with Fuller or Doxson. They just flopped spots, but. Bengals were just one spot or two spots too far down, and you know Washington didn't want to talk about it because they knew the run was coming. They knew then that Houston was going to take one. They knew they were. They had a good feeling Minnesota was. They felt if they traded down to 24 where the Bengals were, they would have been. They'd be shut out, and uh, and the Bengals were shut out. And honestly, Lance, in a perfect world, they that's they wish they could have gotten one. I'm sure in the first round. That's Dave Lapham. He was on with Lance McAllister after the draft on 700 WLW last year. That's the audio from that. How about that? They were disappointed and upset. And you're telling me, Brandon LaFell, that that's the answer? The answer is no. That isn't. And yeah, you can make the argument that the defense got older. Yeah, you can make the argument that, ah, there's other needs now. Offensive line. Now, there wasn't a linebacker available like Reuben Foster. There wasn't a defensive end available. Go back and listen to Joe Goodberry on Derek Barnett. Go back and listen to him last week on Thursday, and you tell me if you're sold on Derek Barnett. Go back and listen. And listen to what he says about the wide receivers. Joe's a guy I trust. You might not. That's fine. It's a guy I trust, and I look at this, and the Bengals obviously picked 24 last year, couldn't get a wide receiver that's a game changer. They could have gotten and could get one this year with John Ross. Obviously, he visited. I'd be fine with that. Corey, uh, Corey Davis, he's better than Corey Coleman. He's better than Josh Doxson. Any of those guys. These prospects are better. So, yes, it's an earlier pick. It's a top 10 pick. You're also finding a guy who could potentially be better than what you had in Marvin Jones back in 2015. So what's changed? What's changed to where you think the wide receiver need isn't as great as it was last year? But where you think that if the Bengals pick a wide receiver, it would be a waste. You can email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com, on Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked on Bengals. I, I, I really want to know, because ultimately I look at this team, and I look at their needs, and yes, getting to the quarterback is so important. But if you look at the depth of this, this defensive end class, they should probably take and the best player available defensive end-wise will probably be in round two. Go back and listen to Joe Goodberry. He talked about it. He was like, best player available? There's, They probably won't get a wide receiver if they don't pick him in round one till round three, maybe round four. So there's a drop-off from Corey Davis and Mike Williams and John Ross. It's hard to remember all three. There's a drop-off after those three guys. It's important. And I, I think it makes a lot of sense. And what I'm going to be doing this week, made the case for wide receiver, and I've done that multiple times, I'll make the case for defensive end, and I'll make the case for a running back. And those are the three positions I'm going to go with. I'll probably combine linebacker with the defensive end since it's on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, next week will be heavy guests, will be heavy audio, will be heavy draft coverage as we continue here. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Subscribe, iTunes, audioboom.com. Ten days away from the draft. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. I want to hear from you. Email me. Tweet me at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. And until next time, I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked on Bengals podcast.